Hey guys, welcome to the final, but probably not the final review of a Clone Wars episode on the Rex and Around show. Um, it just continues to hurt us. Hi, Greg. Hi, Brian. Hi. Hi. We're here, man. We're here. Double whammy. And, and 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 that's about the best we can be. So it is May the 4th. Happy May the 4th yes. to you guys. It's perhaps one of the most unhappy May the 4th. It is, it is pretty painful. We got a lot of things. We got... Um... We got Rise of Skywalker, which was a painful end to the saga that we all love and we've known, grown up with. And then we also had a painful end to the Clone Wars, which is pretty, again, pretty painful, pretty rough. There's a lot of endings on this most sacred of Star Wars days. Yeah. <sighs> Luckily for the audience, we're going to break down all of the pain from the Clone Wars. The episode titled, Screw You Guys, Hope This Hurts. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's victory and death, but you yeah, know, it's, it's something like pain, that. pain, pain, and death. That's what it, that's what it pain was. Pain and suffering. Pain and suffering. Uh, right. I liked the title. I, I actually did like that title, "Victory and Death." Thought it was very cool. Before we get into victory and death, I obviously want to wish a very happy birthday to Logan. He uh, is a Star Wars fan who watches this uh, podcast and and uh, is one who received a special message from you know that's Captain right. Rex today um his his father and and he watched the podcast together so hello happy birthday hope that you uh are having a super fun day now let's get into it happy birthday logan if if i can say man opening up you see you know those doors being cut open and you know we were like oh, maybe it's mall it's probably not mall i was wishfully hoping that Maul would be yep. an ally. He he doesn't even say a word until the hangar. Yeah. When when he asks, when he says, you asked for this chaos. So I think that was obviously so that Ahsoka and Rex could shine. What do you guys think about the choice there? Yeah, I think it was... Um, well, I, I don't know. I thought it was weird that they didn't include him at all. But I thought, I mean, I loved that. But his one line was so important to what happened um and kind of what she asked for and what you know came after that i did want to see more of it i wanted to see more of why they were the clones were like we're redirecting his route we're kind of guiding him somewhere i wanted to see what that was if there was any significance to it um obviously it's just they were trying to capture him or kill him i get it um i definitely wanted to see i wanted him to have more of an impact i don't like how they made him such an important piece of our dogs yeah it's always (laughs) sorry scared me um, Such a piece of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seems it works today. So he's always home with me sitting here. Somebody probably knocked the door. But um, they made him. They included him so much in this in this arc, and then all of a sudden, he gets one line at the end. I was like, oh, really? Like, it it was Ahsoka and Rex's story, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Absolutely. Um, we hear the first time Rex disassociates himself from the clones. And that's huge. He says, uh, Ahsoka says, we aren't trying to kill anyone. And Rex says, tell that to them. He's always said like us, we, my brothers, yeah. like he's disconnected. He's disconnected. Thinkers. And so he is, yeah, he's completely, I mean, he's the, he's the one who's ready to kill this episode. And I think that's betrayal. He feels betrayed. He feels angry. Easily. He's, yep alienated himself from his family because he knows that it's going to be easier to kill them if he does that. Yep. He's now he's in uh we said fight or flight mode. Uh same thing with Ahsoka um when she released Maul. She's like fight or flight. I don't need your help. I just need you to distract so I can get out. 
uh, Rex is kind of in the same thing. He's, I mean, if you've seen his development and his disconnect this entire season, uh, right up until you know the bad batch arc with with uh, Anakin, when he's just he's doubtful, he's not sure about things, he's questioned, didn't he like question some orders, uh, not directly, but just more like you know quietly. Sure, he's defiant. Yeah, and it's just, yeah, he's you know there's a lot going through his head. It shows the growth of the clones throughout throughout the entire time. And the music obviously filling the entire, just the, the entire episode, uh, Kevin Kiner, it was huge. That music was so heavy. It was so huge. And uh, I think in the episodes previous, we got a lot of like the ominous humming, but this was like the upswell. This yeah. was like a swell of an orchestra. And that's the first time we've seen that in this arc. The beginning, the ve- I mean, even the intro, when the, uh, when the, the Clone Wars logo came up, it had that um, Duel of the Fates kind of mm-hmm. like with the people singing, you know, yeah. almost like a religious like hum in the very beginning. It Which I'm sure just, there's meaning there. For sure. For sure. I mean, it, to me, it really felt like um, Duel of the Fates with the, with the big like orchestrated singing. It was, oh, somebody's so going to translate that and we'll, uh, you know, we'll find out what exactly that was. Yeah. Um, won't, it won't be us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, right. Um, uh, then you hear, you know, over Maul's new comm link on his arm, which, uh, Imperial surplus is probably going to sell a lot of <laughs> forearm pieces for Darth Maul cosplayers. Um, we hear that uh, Jesse has taken full control. So in Rex's absence, Jesse has become the head dude for the three thirty second. You know the five hundred first. All those grunts and um, and man, he is out for blood. Like later on, we see how stern he is. He even stomps his foot, and so we'll touch on that later. But you hear this voice from Jesse that is different than the old Jesse. Because the old Jesse was never so harsh and cutting, and he wasn't sharp with his words. Well, uh, he thing, was a little bit. I think that's the thing with Order sixty six. It took away the personality. They're just straight cut, dry cookie cutter clones now. Yep, yep. You're so can right, I, man. Can I just throw in? We just blew past right. Maul, like bringing we're... down the hyperdrive. Well, no, no we didn't, that. Ryan. Right? That would be the next thing that I'm going to say. Okay, I got excited. It's a podcast. Right, I have Sometimes you go back and forth, back and forth. Welcome. We're doing a podcast. I have notes, scene by scene. I'll, I won't miss a thing. You are far more detailed than I. <laughs> That's why. Well, when Greg yesterday or last week said, or the other day, he said, uh, "You know, I watch it once, and I let like kind of the emotion of it carry me into the episode." I wanted to be that person, but since he tapped that, I had to be the guy that like is on his phone the whole episode. So I had to suffer through that a couple times. I claim the territory. You're like, ah, I can't do that now. <laughs> Um, the next step is the most Starkiller thing that Sam Witwer has done since being Starkiller in taking down the hyperdrives. Yeah. Brian, yeah. you, you want to talk about that? It was insane. Well, <clears throat> number one, leading into that, when Maul comes running in, he's got the cloney boy, the cloney boy forearm and he's, you know, listening in on what's going on and how he, um, picks up the helmet and uses it to deflect some 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 blaster bolts and then just shoots it at the other clone that was a that was a neat little uh little attack move on yeah, his point i thought I like that, that was that. rad little shield um we see him uh headshot a couple of clones yeah which i don't think we really get headshots too often Not in often. clone wars you don't dude. see him dude i mean you, the, the, the brutality of a headshot is something that they've always avoided um yeah because you know what happened you, you have to kind of show the effect of their head kicking back and like they're done you don't ever see that. You see body shots. You see easy body shots. They're just easy to dismiss. Um, oh, they're not. And you it's know, 
What? In, in, Greg, to your point, it's like Schrodinger's cat where it's like, well, we don't know for sure if they're dead. Yep. But when you headshot, it's like, oh, it's a done deal. And it's kid friendly because I can go to, you know, like my if I had my nephew was like five years old. Oh, he, he's he's knocked out. He's just. Yep. He's, he's, got arm. he's got armor on. Yeah. 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 It was he's cool like, how he controlled the one clone as he was yeah. shooting, how he controlled his arm to shoot the other yeah. clone. That was kind of cool. cutting heads off and slicing arms off. There ain't no coming back from that. Um. Okay. So. The hyperdrive fails. We fall out of hyperspace, which could be the most beautiful visual beautiful. that we have ever seen. Beautiful. In Clone I Wars. beautiful. I didn't say beautiful. I said beautiful. I created it. No, you're right. For it's this. beautiful. It's beautiful. That was it. That was it. Every episode we've had it. And oh, granted, now this episode had many of them, but that, that when that shot, happened, dude. I mean, the little explosions, they were like realistic explosions yes. in that animated. And even when that the, first Star Destroyer, the first scene when the Star Destroyer was coming in before the, it got broken, the dust. even then the detail was amazing. The dust is what got me. I'm like, that is seeing that dust in anima, uh, anima, whatever animation is not something you often see. And to that detail where it looked like a realistic CGI shot, if it was in a movie. It looked like You're it was right. coming out of one of the movies that they dumped millions of dollars into, and we're going to see in a big screen soon. I just seeing the trail in hyperspace, just learning a little bit more about the science of of all of that. It was, uh, dude, it was out of place in the best way. You know, it was like I was being traumatized by this episode, and then suddenly. I was like remarking on the visuals, which was crazy because I was so emotionally invested. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, then where, you know, we got Rex and Ahsoka having that really intimate moment together before they get to that, which we'll, we'll dive way into. Um, Rex says, if they weren't trying to kill us, I'd be impressed. Like, because the clones are so regimented, they locked all the doors, destroyed the escape pods. Yeah. Like what a, what a force of pure trained military power. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I, mean, I, that's, I didn't know. If you that's, that's yeah, it. I mean, Greg, you love, you love clones yeah. are your boys. And, he's, and, and, and it's the same thing. I think, it, I think it's one of the things we're all feeling that we're like, dang, they're so cool. But, but now can't, bad guy. can't fully support this, these actions. And they were doing their job. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's so hard about it. It's just like, you love to see it, but also at the same time, you hate to see it. And and you just know those clones are like they're so they are they're battle droids at this point because mm -hmm. they're willing to go down with the ship. They're just standing there in formation. Yep. Jesse is pacing, and uh, Rex goes, "You don't understand. They're they're willing to die. Like if we don't do something, yeah. we're all just going to die." And then they completed their mission. Mm -hmm. And she goes, "They may be willing to die, but I'm not the one who's going to kill them." Yeah, and I think uh, they'd be willing to like willing to die. That's how committed they are. And he to the order order six six. And as well as he knows this, and I think that's the thing he executed it. He had that notion in his head. He, had, he knew, he knows what they were like willing to do to execute that order, yeah. no matter what. We talk a lot about uh, the word "solid" that D uses when he when he voices Rex. He says he pictures solid. So every time he's voicing Rex, it's solid and and firm. And so this time, when that helmet comes off he can't even look Ahsoka in the eyes. And that's never happened before. He's never not had his, held, his head held high. This is so much humanity in Rex. He's, those scenes of him and Ahsoka looking back and forth and uh, pure, absolute friendship, like vulnerability. Yeah, um, I was going to say vulnerable. Oh, and don't, just the You tears. don't often see, I mean, you see him oftentimes in where they're in battle. They might 
they're losing a battle. It's more of like planning in his head, thinking, and but this was just vulnerability, and that's yeah. not what you often see. And we've seen it a lot in this last season with um, shoot Echo and just like everything, everything along that we've gone along is just he's been vulnerable the entire time. The humanization, you know, and the the fear they put in his face. I mean, when they when they opened those doors and they showed the one, there was one ship, you know, ready for them, and then all those clones came out, and Jesse came out, and they just formed that line. It was They're the waiting. fear because he knew he's one of them. He's he's a good soldier, yeah. and he was like, "Oh, they're all they're going to get us. Like, there's no way out of this and for I'll, sure." I will say one thing with regards to writing this this writing of this season has been amazing to show people that are just kind of now coming into the show coming into the the like maybe they didn't watch seasons one through six and they're just like oh well it's on daisy plus so i'll watch this this is brand new let me watch it being able to take a character that somebody may not know somebody just may think is oh it's a clone it's a little trooper in an army and to humanize it and give them so much character and in-depth uh being i don't know what you want whatever you want to call it features of himself as his personality and just being able to express that in a way that one, the fans can say that's who he really is. That's who we know who Captain Rex is. And then you, and then these other people are like, wow, this is something more powerful than we've really expected probably to receive. Cause I mean, they're just coming into a show. And I think that bodes well for future animated projects that they do through Disney plus. It's like we said last, last episode, it's like an audition to be like, you guys don't even know what we're capable of. It was Dave Filoni and and the crew there being like, I think you're underestimating this cartoon. So let's be the fourth highest rated TV episode that's ever existed. And I'm excited to see the ratings on this one. This could blow that other one out of the water. This episode definitely was the Rex show. At the end of the day, like as Ahsoka went on from here, she was in Rebels. There's other things Mm -hmm. happening, but like for the most part, Rex is is done, you know, and it was definitely like the humanizing humanization of him, the, the, the things they put in him to, to make him more grounded. It was, it was at the end to me, it was Rex. It was all about Rex. Yeah. Well, and, and he's always been the side character. So it was nice that, uh, that he got a little bit of love there. Um, so then we, uh, they devised the plan to fake surrender, which is very Star Wars of them. And, um, Rex goes with the line of like, well, wait, 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 wait. She's not a Jedi. So is this treason if we kill her, which is just BS. And then Jesse says, we're under special orders from, uh, Palpatine to kill Ahsoka and I, I like that a lot and Sid uh, Sid pointed this out on Discord um, I'm sure a lot of people have been talking about it um, special orders the fact that that Sidious because you know we, we hear Cody execute order 66 and then we hear it basically it's almost like it could be a recording to the rest of the clones like execute order 66 boom clicks boom because you know Palpatine's not calling every general every commander or whatever captain um, and so the special orders thing made it really heavy because he was going to stab that knife deeper into Anakin. He knew that Ahsoka was a threat to bringing him back to the light. And so he made a point of making sure that those clones knew they were supposed to kill Ahsoka. And so that's where that whole breakdown happens. And, and that's where Jesse stomps his foot because he's so frustrated. He goes, no, we were supposed to do this. Um, and that little back and forth, it was, it was, to me, it was very Star Wars, that like stalling, 
sort yeah. of thing while the droids get everything ready. In the same regard, you have the same thing with the special orders to um, Darth Maul. I mean, Darth Maul knows the truth. Darth Maul <laughs> knows the plan. Darth Maul could eventually be a threat to Palpatine. That's why they had special orders to kill him as well. Rex gets demoted. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> he demoted himself. Really much like being a commander, anyways. I like that they. That was a great line. I like that they explained so that. I love that they explained that. That because I was like, wait, well, if he's commander now, well, all we knew is he always turned it down, and then it's like, oh, he got it. And he's just like, ah, well, got demoted, basically. Now I'm just back to captain. I like that a lot. It it further it further showed um, the 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 division that Rex made by the path that he chose. I mean, granted, he pulled the chip out, but like how Jesse was like, no, we have orders. Like yeah. we're doing our job. Like it just if I I think it further elevated Rex, made him even more. I mean, we already know he's got his chip out and he's going for it, but he's he's a uh, he just built him up more as a character. Um, we then get Maul's one line: "You wanted this chaos," and then he like screams a guttural Maul scream and throws Ahsoka. Um, he's pretty upset. I would be too if I had to use a door as a shield for thirty five minutes. <laughs> I escape. That's Dude. awesome. It just makes me think, man, if 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 there had been a little bit of, which I, I get it, I get why there couldn't be, but if there had been a little bit of like understanding, they could have all just gotten out together, you know, and it would have made it way easier. Um, obviously, then you wouldn't have the episode we had, which I get it. It's just, uh, it's frustrating when, again, nobody listens to Maul. All he's trying to do is tell the truth. Nobody listens to Maul. It's true. He's um, only out for himself, though. We see the force pull on the ship Love again very star killer mm-hmm. um right. and More uh she's starting to lose rex and, and rex is getting shot and she lets go of the ship because to her i think accepting that death might be a possibility is easier for her than to lose rex while fighting for a ship i was just confused it's like what are you gonna do with that ship what do you are you gonna pull it back and like Park it? Like what you know what I mean? Like what was the point? To me to it was me, like an homage. Go on. Go ahead. Okay. Um I, I think it was it was kind of like, hey, let's make a connection here with Maul. Maybe I can hold him long enough to where he just opens the bay doors. And then they just jump in, you know, like to where then they get on the ship with him. I don't think she was trying to take the ship from him. I think she was trying to get on it. I think they've been further um, meshing things that have happened in the movies too, with the animated series, as we've seen sure. through multiple yeah. episodes. And it, you know, that was very much rise of Skywalker with Ray, but it's like showing the different force powers being used in different um, air, air uh, genres. Right. So I guess I could also see that it shows, it shows Ahsoka's strength. Um, Cause a lot of people are like, Oh, well, how'd she do this? She didn't finish her Jedi training, blah, 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 blah. And all of a sudden she's, you know, what she was in rebels and so forth in the books. And it's like, it might've just been a display of her power that she's not just some Padawan uh, that left the order too early. And she's been growing and finding her powers through yeah. her own way. Now what right, would have been instruction. What would have been great is to seen that arc um, possibly in like, you know, two to three to four episode arc. <laughs> Here it comes. Instead of, um, Bickering and complaining thought, and back and forth. I thought maybe we could dodge it this time, but Greg, you know what, dude? It's the last episode. You go, for it. dude. You know, if I'm anything, if you want to call me anything, at least call me consistent. We're gonna you, give uh, you that one, I, dude. I can't. I'm not gonna argue with you on it. You know, I'm like, yeah, I, we all agree. I think there's a there's a what what hurts the most is 
telling people, you know, I'm a, I'm a complete missionary for the Clone Wars. I think we all are. Our whole community is. And to tell people like, oh, you want to get into the Clone Wars? Like I would have, I would love to just be like, dude, just wait. Ep- season seven is unbelievable. But I, I found myself out of fear of, of losing interest in people because I had some friends that are like, I, you know, I got through the first four and they were like, okay. But then the next, he's like, I quit too into that one. He's like, I'm sorry, man. It's not for me. And then never get to see that final thing. And so I, I, I'm not going to go too hard on it. It's just, uh, it it is a weird parallel to see the most brilliant, masterful. Stop moving so much. Told story paired with something that I, I think could have been season three, season four filler. Um, not saying it doesn't belong in, in the, in the series, but you know, it, it, it just, it could have been so much different. However, let us not dwell on what we did not receive. Let's, let's get back on track. I first, so nervous. I've watched it twice. Well, we, we talk about it every episode, so I've watched it twice. And the, the first time I was like, man, that's it for Maul. Like, not even like a wink and a nod, not even like cool dramatic music. Like he was just like, peace, I'm out. There was like no music. Away. Yeah. There, there wasn't. But I watched this, when I watched it the second time, I did pick up. There was a, like a little bit of a music. But after I watched it a second time too, and I absorbed more of that, this episode is about Rex. This episode is for Rex. And here's I got, thing, I'm glad. I actually appreciate that they didn't give Maul. We know Maul goes on. We know he has a whole other arc like past this. So I actually ended up appreciating it. When I first saw it, I was like, that's it. Here's one thing I loved and I kind of processed in my one viewing. I've only watched it once still. Um, I like to show that when Maul took down the, when he took down the lights, whatever you call them, um, generators, hyperdrive. hyperdrive. There you go. Um, and you see that Benedict come out of hyperdrive all broken and just crumbling down. Do you think that's essentially a symbolism to the Sith the dark side just destroying one the republic as well as the destruction and downfall of the grand army grand army of the republic and just everything that we've known and come it's just one it was destroyed by the dark side the sith with darth maul and then the representative piece in this was the vendor in regards to the republic and it's just falling yeah. and crumbling That's i think deep. you're right i think yeah absolutely and i think um you know, then then you could even push it further when they start raising and lowering those platforms. It's like Rex is using these tools of the Republic to stop the Republic. The fact that like it's their hangar, it's those are their ships, and they can't even stop a couple of uh, of uh, you know um, criminals uh, from from ruining them. It, it is very interesting to me, and I like that parallel of like the Venator is the symbolism of the Republic and the crumbling of it. Um, very nice, very nice. I like that. I like that, Greg. I feel that's um, deep. The clones uh, execute the droids, Greg. You and I kind of talked about. Yo, uh, I think I talked about this last night. We talked about it last week too. You mentioned it. you're like, oh, if we if R seven dies, I die with him or something like that. You said it. Wait, 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 wait. Though, Mike, Greg told me he was disappointed because he was hoping it was C three PO. Well, yes. <laughs> of all the droids to survive, that. Idiot droid survive. I don't get that. Look, I think R seven survives too, and I want to. I'm gonna get into that later. Um, but uh, yeah, Greg, I can't not. I mean, I know that you don't have it out for all droids. I know no, no, it's no. a, a lot I like this droid. But I can't not. I can't not think of you when droids die. I'm, I just can't. You ruined it. I think what what was worse about it was the way they were executed. They knew that some people drew 
a small attachment to those droids in one way or another. They yeah. weren't just like, ah, dump them or whatever, you know, scrap them. They were executed. They were like executed. Like the Jedi. They were executed, dude. They were shot down. They were gunned down. And it was a moment. It wasn't just an afterthought. It was a moment that they focused and they had the droids screaming and the, the, all the clones focused during fire. First of all, you don't need that many clones. Dude, that was so harsh. The whole thing was so harsh. Dude. I didn't even think of like how many clones there were. I mean, and the fact that were... they like firing lined them, you know? Yeah. They were grunts. Weren't they grunts in 501st? They weren't yeah. uh, Ahsoka troopers. Yeah. They, they just Heavy. demolished them, dude. I'm just like, you yeah. could have used you could have used one. This but... this this whole at least this last half of this arc has been far beyond a kid's show. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we had My, heads cut, decapitations last episode. Like, um, I, I want to, my mom texted me this morning and I want to read mom. a little bit real quick. Uh, she sends me the sweetest, uh, photo, Joe Hogan art. Uh, and she says, she says, I know this is a big day for you. Happy May 4th. <laughs> And then I go, ah, oh, mom, thanks. The series ended last night. And she goes, I saw that. I'm sorry, honey. Hopefully there will be reruns. I wonder why they ended it. My mom is just reruns. the greatest thing in the whole world. Reruns. And I said, I said, well, it was planned to end. So it was all wrapped up. Everybody except two people died, literally all of them. And then I sent her this, this, uh, that final shot. And she goes, oh no, you know, I would have hated that. Because she hates when Star Wars characters die. Because I always bring her to Star Wars movies and she gets attached. And ultimately, they always die. Um, she says, why do they have to do that? What happened to Disney's commitment to happily ever after? <laughs> I don't want to live in this new world. She is like 100% empathy driven. Like, poor Michael. He must be reeling. I said, LOL, mom, the Clone Wars has always been gritty. The clones had to die, unfortunately. Rex lived, though. And she goes, what? He did? Hmm, maybe they have future plans for him. Maybe. I feel better. Thanks for telling me, Michael. You it felt like I had lost a son. LOL. You should have told her. They have this new series coming out called Rebels. And I'm sorry, I'm, uh, I told her you're supposed to show up. Anyway, awesome. she said, that must have been exhausting for you to watch. I'm so sorry. She's the most wonderful, like, wholesome. But... Even explaining to her, like, mom, this is a cartoon and every single person died. Like, it was uh, it was a really fun moment. I, it makes me want to go see her, but <laughs> COVID. Um, anyways, that was just a fun little thing I wanted to share with you guys. Um, That's okay, so they're getting pushed. They're getting beat. You can see the exhaustion in Ahsoka. She keeps getting, when she takes a, um, I mean, she's been deflecting blast I got I got I got I got to Michael you got to stop moving so much your camera can't keep up you, fast, your dude. camera can't keep up you got to <laughs> relax happening? what does you're, it look you're, like you're doing this and you're like and then you're, you're like this though and then all of a sudden you're just oh, like oh do I do, am I freezing yeah no you're not like I will I will say I know it's on Greg's that's recording but I mean our audio sounds fine but audio we, sounds, the audio video's sounds been audio video's been great. a little a little spotty yeah. today. Video has not been great. It's okay. I'm also on 12%. Hold on. So while I plug in. Oh, my God. oh awesome. Do you guys want to talk about uh, Ahsoka's uh, exhaustion? She's great. <laughs> I she's, want I want to talk about um, Rex finding a Y-wing and taking off in that beautiful ship. I wasn't. Was, no, no, no. You go. You go. Go plug in. Um, there's a, I know. <laughs> I knew I was to talk about ships while <laughs> Mike's gone. Wait, 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 just, wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Guys, wait, 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 wait. Guys, yeah. Wait, wait for me, guys. Wait, wait. I'm almost Ahsoka, done. Okay. Okay. So here, let's go back then. 
So Ahsoka was she didn't want to kill any any clones, yeah. right? Through this whole time. Yep. She was deflecting blaster shots she was. into clones. Wait, hold nope. on. Speaking of blaster oh. shots, speaking of blaster shots, can we she also wasn't deflecting them into clones. Can yeah. we talk about we have never seen more accurate stun shots than this <sighs> episode with Captain Rex? Rex is a is a gangster, dude. Dude, I've never he seen He hits more. all of his targets. All of, them, all of them. All of them, and there were stun shots. It, except for when he was trying to shoot Ahsoka. He missed those ones. True. Well, they all missed. Um, yeah, Rex was on another level. So they're getting exhausted. They obviously cut a hole through the ground, which I wanted to give a moment. Thank you, Greg. I knew Greg would love that. Brian just blew right past it. Oh, my gosh, dude. That moment. It's because I, I wanted to talk about the ship while you were gone to just have, bug you. We have never seen that. <laughs> That We've was, never uh, seen yeah, to that, that degree. Obi-Wan and Anakin use that same move. It's a deleted well, scene. It's yes, a deleted scene in episode three. Yes, doing the whole circle thing. But her no, I agree. throwing yeah. it and then force controlling it, dude, that was amazing. And even Rex Vader like, did oh, it. What happened? I'm out of here. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs> dude, Greg. Did you notice that when they fell, Rex got destroyed? Yeah, he dude. was. Ahsoka lands on her feet, and Rex is like, Ugh! He's like, can you warn me, maybe? Please let me know before you do some crazy stuff like that next time. Yeah. I feel um, like that always happens to Rex, though. Because he's with okay, Jedi, so, and he yeah. gets wrecked. Well, that's so. like a, been a theme, is he keeps getting thrown. And then he goes, I need, I need a lift or something. I need you to throw me. And so he tells her before, and then she does it. Um, but it's funny because you can tell how much like in between they're they're how busy they are because she doesn't really lift them. She just like pushes them like ah, I hope you make it. Like I was like that was the worst throw I've ever seen a Jedi make. Yeah, she's a little busy. Yeah. Rex gets shot through the pauldron. Really cool to see. Um, finally, it's cool to see that act as armor. I, yeah, I was like I finally see a use for a pauldron. <laughs> um. So now here's your Y wing. It's a beautiful Y wing. Uh, Rex is an unbelievable pilot. That whole scene of it falling out of the carrier and just gorgeous. The chase. Okay, so now we get to the chase. Rex is proving that he's a great pilot still. It's a perfect mirror to a race to the surface from the Siege of Mandalore. And you see, and it's even got some of the same notes of music where she's like rolling and bouncing around the ships. And now Rex is trying to like catch her and Am I moving too much still? Bro, hold on. <laughs> Am I moving too much? Bro, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on yes. a podcast. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, much. I hate this too. It's terrible. I hate it. Don't get so sassy. Don't get sassy. As right. long as they can hear me, that's all I really care okay, about these days. They can hear Captain me. Sassy. <laughs> okay, so Rex is uh, chasing her. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a parallel to the beginning. Anybody else? <laughs> No, else no, you had you had it great, dude. You had it great. It was I love the jumping and you said the music. I didn't catch the music. Dude, the ship was so rad. It was so cool. It was, it was a file so first. It was a file first wing too. Yes, yes, with colored. the extra blue on there. Yep, pretty sweet. Loved it. We've lost Mike. Yeah, we lost him. He doesn't want to hear yeah, it anymore. I'm, it's not. It's not at you guys. I'm. I'm annoyed in general. I mean, I'm good. I. I I'm gonna keep going. It's fine. I'm just annoyed in general at this. You, it, it, it's not my medium to excel in and it i get very frustrated every episode if there's something to look forward to this might be one of the last times we have to do this maybe yeah. maybe <sighs> craig <laughs> 
All right, I'm going to keep going. I'm, I'm just going to not move this whole time. Okay, so <laughs> I am genuinely really frustrated. It's it's cool, though. I'm, I'm getting through this. Um, okay, so the during the final Ahsoka theme, they they land and, and the theme is playing. Uh, something that, um, you know what, I actually think it might have been, maybe Sid pointed this out instead of the other thing. My bad. Anyways, she pointed out that the final note to Ahsoka's theme was not played. It has six different like note hits and that sixth one wasn't played so it, it shows unfinished i think that was purposeful and i think it's cool that people are noticing that um and then you see the ship the y-wing and r7 is propped up in pieces next to it mm-hmm. she went and found r7 and it's next to the ship with the supplies that they're taking to go Okay. Yeah. When Rex when Rex is walking with the shovel, you can see underneath the wing, there's like pieces of the droid. I didn't notice that. In a little pile. Yeah, the head's like obviously like half off and there's like space. Interesting. Yeah, she had re yeah, so I think she's gonna try to rebuild that clone, which I mean, what else is she gonna be doing? Or sorry, that that droid. Um can we talk about how they buried like fifty clones? Dude. Yep. The helmets, dude. Helmet on pikes were that that hurt. Yeah, that was a feeling. beautiful shot. The way I see it, I'm like, okay, well, she she puts helmets on pikes. That's one thing, but to bury each clone individually, wow, they were there for hours, and uh, it does go against what the novel kind of suggests that they buried, you know, imposters of themselves. But I mean, Star Wars has been doing that since it it came out, was changing things a little bit here and there, um, and then you see the panning and i think the jesse helmet got us all a little bit um yep and it looked did it have like red on it that kind of it, that's i think you're right and i wanted to say it and i was like maybe it's just rust and i, I don't want to re- be I reaching have that picture i mean it, i thought it would look like blood to be honest i, it, I think all it the helmets like blood. were super dirty and hammered i mean it, they had been to war they they were at they well, were they, at they a were big battle ship. and they crashed and they crashed yeah because um, Jesse's helmet was not that bad moments before. It was. Yeah. It really wasn't. It, it was, was worn. But, so uh, where it looks red is, um, and I think they do this on purpose, it's pretty dirty and beat up for obvious yeah. reasons. I want to say they added the red because it's on top of the blue. So I'm thinking they added it just to make it the dirt more prominent. I, it might not be. It might not be blood. Because I don't see any red anywhere else. As well, I think as, that would be the first time we see blood in the Clone Wars, yeah. right? Am I am I wrong? No, I'm trying to think of all the times we've bandaged. I don't think you've seen blood through the bandage. Mm-mm. No blood. Um, I, I think too. I think too. Just to go back just a little bit when you're talking about how in the book they buried, you know, they buried his armor. I think maybe for the viewers of of Clone Wars that or and have watched Rebels and maybe didn't read the books, is you know, in Rebels and further on, like Old Man Rex, he has his helmet. So it wouldn't make sense if they showed him like bury all of his armor to the viewers, right? So I thought that was kind of cool. In the book, they just explain that it's that they bury a clone, making it seem like it's Rex next to Ahsoka's saber. So, yeah, he he always had his helmet and he always had his armor. Um, But uh, I think the an interesting note to take is like it's the end of the Clone Wars, and the last of the Domino Squad has fallen. Mm -hmm. Uh, We lost them all. Yeah. Wiped him Beautiful out. Beautiful scene. Echo is, obviously kind of had a rebirth, but uh, he's not Domino Squad anymore. He he left 
I would like to think that they didn't have a Jedi to execute. <laughs> Were there any words exchanged at that last, those last moments? I think Rex says something to Ahsoka about leaving with the backpack. Am I right? Maybe I don't not. think so. No, okay. there was no words. He's, he's, it's him walking with the shovel back to the ship and he turns and looks and she's looking at all the helmets and then, you know, drops that, drops her saber and then it cuts to just the icing. Oof, dude. So she drops her saber, flash forwards. Um, what I can saber. assume, huh? Drops one saber. One. Yeah. Which was interesting. And it was leaving a short us one. Talking. Leaving it was us a talking. short one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what I can assume is that this would be, and I took, uh, it's definitive that it's before, this happens before Rebels, obviously, because Vader doesn't know Ahsoka is alive until um, uh, they battle. Because he, he's like, I was, I was wondering about you. Um, Brian. Disagree? When was their fight in Rebels? I, that's what I'm trying. End of it's season timeline. three. But it's still years before the rebellion. It is. Okay. That's what, that's what the timeline. I, I, I need to go back it's, and watch some of those. So moments. I think this happens probably five years after the events. I mean, if you look at the weathering on the clones. Yeah. Any, any time longer, it would be completely submerged. Maybe even, maybe even less. Like, I, I don't know if it snows there every year. It's like. Well, we don't, well, we don't know. Is it Hoth? We don't know if it's Hoth. Um, it's definitely not Hoth, but uh, I did. I'm going to check Twitter because I asked if anybody had the name of the planet, and I'm sure somebody does. Hold somebody on. said, I expected you to know it. <laughs> and and Le- Levi was telling me, my daughter Levi was telling me about something that she saw or read where it was where they mine a planet so much that it changes the terraform? atmosphere. Terraform. Yeah, it changes the terraform. Because when they, if you notice, when they landed, it looked like half desert, half snow, which. Yeah. Here's an identified thing. moon. Ahsoka Here's the thing: Tano. if you if you have a ship that size crash into a planet, it's gonna dig up the dirt. So it's like it's hard to see when they open when they open the bay doors, the um, hangar doors, and you look at the planet. It looks very iced, very iced, very just like a moon, like our you know our own moon is very white. Um, but when they land, you're right; it looks more brown tones, sand almost. But it, if you even if you go to those planets and you dig it up, there's going to be um, like a soil or dirt. Oh, for sure. It's like, obviously well, it's, it's definitely covered in snow when they go. Yeah. Back. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's like, it's like buried in the snow. Um, yeah. Yeah. Which is weird to me. Cause like the hangar doors are barely visible, but like her little lightsaber is still on, on the top, top layer. I'm like, that would have yeah. gone and done. Yeah. But I mean, minor details. Yeah. And I was completely, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't want to spoil whatever Mike's got to say, but I was completely, thrown back by what they showed so um the the planet there's a couple somebody said the soundtrack is it's uh they say something along the lines of like uh crashing on debris or something and somebody thinks that that's the planet's name but i think that just is is about the debris uh and then somebody posted from uh wikipedia that it is still named unidentified moon and then parentheses ahsoka tano so um it's on an unidentified moon still. And they were referencing that that's the moon, okay. which is why they probably put Ahsoka's name. That's the only connection we have to it. Somebody said, I think it's the Zepho from Fallen Order. No. different. That's a different no. Republic ship that crashed there. Yeah. I'd, love, I'd love to know where this is in the timeline. And, and, and 
help me with this one. When during the OT movies is when Ahsoka and Vader meet and fight in Rebels? Is that before the first movie? Yes. Before New Hope? It is. Yes. All okay. of Rebels takes place years and years before Before that. Okay. Anakin's like, or Luke is like 12 or 13, yeah. right? So this, so this scene that they put in here is, we would assume is fresh after Revenge of the Sith. Oh, uh, no, because the Landacraft shuttle was heavily weathered. Um, and I would assume that, you know, that wouldn't be the case. Uh, I think a few years is fair. Three to five years feels yeah. fair to me, right? And you think I don't think about the armor as well. The troopers that we saw, um, from what we know, is sometimes they used clones armor after a while, after before they um, switched to stormtroopers. So it was a little while then. It was a little. I mean, while. I mean, how else would he? I mean, he has Exegol, but how else would you get a full army and battalion of true different new brand new armor that fast? True. Um, Something. Yeah, mean, I agree. It's a few years after. My boy, you know what I wanted. Awesome, so, you know what I wanted, and I got a Cody. Those two stormtroopers that turn one has the pauldron, and I was like, maybe he'll be like, somebody will be like, Commander Cody, what is what? What should we do? You know, just that littlest, yeah. the littlest thing for me, and and then they and they didn't. But those two stormtroopers that look at each other and then turn and look at Vader, there's so much in that Dude. scene to unpack, and even just the art of it it just it looks like a painting the whole last part is like a giant painting yes it's all that whole thing is just screenshots i mean not screenshots but you know what i mean like it's it's like you said it's It's art art. yeah you have vader in the clone's visor just in a distance um you have him holding her saber ignited pulled back like you have that you have him standing in front of the whole ship oh dude it's it's amazing you can see you can see both of his eyes very clearly i watched it again it's not just the 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 left eye you can actually see both of his eyes very clearly yeah Yeah, that hurt his eyes in the scene he's they oh nothing against the rebels vader but like this this animated version of vader it was was it was perfect 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 animation i you know me i don't care about vader i don't care about the original trilogy if you gave me a show with that animation I would be 100% in. That that was the first thing Greg said to me because he's like, you I, know, I'm I not a big Vader fan. <laughs> I completely agree that those, there was nothing. I don't think we've ever seen anything outside of, you know, cinema that the, the troopers looked that good. Not yeah. the comics, not the, not rebels. Um, rebels was obviously like highly stylized, but man, they looked good. So what's that up with that? Like, what's up what, with the flying bird thing? Is that Ahsoka's? A no, so the convoy is from originally from the Mortis Arc. It's the daughter. Uh, she transcends and becomes a convoy, which is a symbol of the light side. And from then, that convoy has tracked Ahsoka through all of her journeys. We That's see right. it in Rebels. Yeah. Um, we see it in in the world, the worlds between. Uh, and then now we see it here. Uh, obviously, um, I don't believe it shows up in the movies. I don't think it does. It looks like those uh, those things that suction cup onto the side of the Falcon. It's not a Minot. <laughs> it looks like a Minot. <laughs> I'll bet we see a, a live action convo- convoy in um, uh, the Mandalorian next season. Yeah. So that was, so that, I mean, obviously that was just a symbol of, hey, Ahsoka was here. I mean, obviously he found her saber, but it was kind of like she's being watched or. Well, I think the convoy haunts Vader as well. Got uh, it. I think it's. And that he's interacted with it before, but he's never tried to kill it. 
Um, cause he knows, he knows it's the light side of the force. It's a re yeah. representation of that. And I'm sure there's some Convor fans out there that are going to know way more than me on this subject, but, um, it's basically, it's a symbol that's like indestructible. You can't, you can't kill that Convor. It won't, won't do any good. Um, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, it, it becomes basically Ahsoka's presence. Awesome. I, you know, I, <laughs> last last week when we talked you know it was like i really didn't want to see a 30 minute episode of them on the ship it kind of ended up being that i'm not disappointed i wanted more but when this scene happened at the end i mean obviously vader's my boy i was like okay i'm good this is this is awesome <laughs> Greg, how do you feel about the 24 23 minute finale Greg wanted more. <laughs> Greg, tell I, us honestly. I still have questions, and that's what annoys me. Um, I loved it. Don't get me wrong. I loved the uh, what we got. I still have questions, and I thought this was a good opportunity for them to answer all of those questions. And it wasn't. I don't have deep questions where they need, you know, two hours to be out. Yeah. yeah, I just Wolf Gregor. Where did Ahsoka and Rex go to? Where did they part ways? Did they, you know, how did they separate from this moment? Those you could have answered, even if it was segueing into different pieces of canon material. Um, and again, that's why I recommend the book. Cause it's like, that's an easy way where you could have segued into something. And like, okay, now you have a continued story elsewhere. So I, I think it's fair to discuss this, Greg. And I know you're, you're very quick to uh, be careful of what you say. And, and I respect that. There was that tweet about the animator. And, and I know that if we don't say it, the comments will say it. So let me bring it up. They said, if you keep loving it, we'll keep making more. And I think we all agree that that was just general Star Wars content. Animation. Yeah, that's just animation in general. But we could be looking at a new, and I, they're, I think that it's either confirmed or it's rumored right now that there is a new animated series in the works. Now, I think we all think High Republic. Uh, because they've been pushing that, it would be weird to continue on with this. Could we see these shorts, these specials come to Disney Plus in in lieu of like film releases that are, hey, here's a 45 minute special of Rex meeting uh, Gregor and Wolf? Because to rule that out is is I don't think it it's fair because Disney Plus has already used their platform to create so many weird pieces of content that we wouldn't think that we would normally see. So if that's if you give me forty five minutes of a story that I an answer to my or an answer to my question, sure. If you're talking shorts, as in like little animation ones, you mm, pop on forty five no, seconds. No, I'm sorry, I, I'm not talking like little okay. clips or anything. Yeah, that I would just feel like it's a it's just a punch in the gut. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you wanted you wanted an answer? Like, <laughs> too bad. Deal with. Here's it. a five minute window into yeah. what Rex is up to. Yeah. Um, I I don't think they're gonna touch it, and it's unfortunate. But I'll I will if you look at this, they've ended it. They've <laughs> said. Okay, no more. Um, they've ended the saga without ending it. Don't know how that works, but we won't go into that. They've ended the Clone Wars. Uh, they've said, this is it. This is your 12th season. This is what you're getting, and we're done. Um, I'm hoping they do more, but again, I think they're just going to they're gonna transition. I think they had a peak. They peaked with this. This was great. Um, you said We said before they had, uh, was it that one episode? They had 9.9 .9 episode on IMDb, which puts it at uh, fourth highest rated television show ever or television episode ever 
Um, I don't think, I think they're going to be scared to touch it. I think they're going to be scared to do more and mess it up at the same time, which is what you, Michael, said. Like, do you think they're going to miss that opportunity for a cash cow? Uh, I think so, because I think it's on, they're going to, if anything, they're going to put on Disney Plus, which they're not going to get more money for at this point. I, that's a very thorough breakdown. And I, I want to play the other side of it. Not, I don't necessarily agree with the other side, but when I talk about the cash cow thing, we talked about this last night to have a runaway hit and for Hollywood slash Disney to say, it's perfect. We're going to leave it there. I've never seen that in the history of cinema or TV. They have to double down and, and ruin it. And I don't just mean Disney. I just mean in general, there's got to be a two and there's got to be a three and there's got to be a four. And then there's a straight to, to DVD release. And so in my head, I'm like, they don't, they don't leave it. They, they, they keep playing with it and touching it and, and, uh, they, and, they've and done allowing that. it to, to continue. They've done that. They did that. Um, think about it. When Rogue One came out, it was a smash, dude. People loved it. And they're like, we're going to keep doing this. Here's episode eight. And then here's Solo a few months after. And how did that work out, dude? And we're getting a Cassian series. Yeah, and Rogue One was great. But that's useless. I didn't later. bring up Rogue One. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But I think, I mean, it's one of those things. They If they get too hyped up without seeing where it's going to go to, they know it's going to bite them. Bite them. I just, where are we at? Like, no one knows what the plan is. And just like you said, Mike, like there's always the episode four, number five, part six, part six, right? Like they always just keep things going. You know, only, only movies like uh, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit where they were like thought out, planned, did them, done, that's it. There's no more. No? Lord of the Rings did them, then they did The Hobbit, and, and then they it. broke it into multiple movies. And they're done, but they're done. No, they're, they're Have you seen more. anything since? Yeah. They were done before, well, and, they're, then, they're and developing, then they revisited it. They're developing an uh, an Amazon TV show based on Lord oh, of the Rings. I didn't know that. I didn't know. That. <laughs> okay, so my point is invalid. But here's the thing: do they want do they want to keep going and expanding on characters that, like like Greg said, that they could mess it up, right? Like, do they want to do that, or do they want to start fresh? Marvel. They killed. The Black Widow, and then they said, "Oh, y'all like the Black Widow? Here's a movie. Let's make a movie." Yeah, but they didn't yeah. say That's this true. is the last you'll ever see of her. This is the last. That's true. Home. This is the last one. But but to circle back to to where we started with this was, we definitely got unanswered questions at the end of this episode. You know? Oh, there's I mean, room for there's there's room for book series, TV series, shorts, which films. I think is there's just, room for everything. Which I. I mean, get me wrong. I'll consume them, but I'm not. I, give me you. Give me Greg. A, you'd rather it be done, bro? No, I don't. Not at all. But I, they're telling me it's done. I I don't think they will. I would love more. I would love more. But again, I don't want it in the form of a comic book. Give me Rafa and Trace in a comic book, dude. Answer my no, questions. I no, I, and I agree. And I think there is a lot of room in the universe to create new properties within yeah. what we already have. I, I think Rafa and Trace is a great example. Give them a novel. Give them a book. Like let them live and continue on because there are people who care about those stories so great do it now i think that's a niche part of the fandom and i do think that there's an ahsoka rex clones fandom that's way broader than that i mean we've seen you look at star wars's comment sections it's the most positive i've ever seen it dude never in yeah. my life have i seen this much the the everybody who normally hates each other is all happy dude female jedi number four is killing it bro female jedi number four got up, upgraded to ahsoka <laughs> Disney, on, Disney plus uh, you mentioned that Disney Plus, it shows, it now says Ahsoka, it now says Ayala, 
Um, Ayla. Else? Ayla, whatever. I blame Brian. I, I trained him to say that. I got it. In <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, what about what about what about this? Can't like Taika. Taika, what? TV? We can mention Taika. It's confirmed. It's been confirmed. That's confirmed. Right? They, we think High Republic. They did three. They announced three directors, right? Uh, oh, did they? He's co-writing, so he's not going to be on that on that alone. He's co-writing. It's it said director and co-writer, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. So he's co-writing and then directing it. Oh, do I'm we think so, he's awesome? Love do it. we think High Republic? Yes, High Republic. I okay. think they give him free reigns to do free creative reigns to do something with it, and then they ba- look what he did with uh, what did he do? Uh, Ragnarok. Dude. Yeah, Ragnarok was better than the first one. Unbelievable. Or, 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 do, or is it a different like Mandalorian type concept where it's stories of an unknown character? Well, I mean, the Mandalorian is hugely popular. I mean, like, High Republic is all unknown characters. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, that's true. That's right. I think it. I think Greg's right. I think it's High Republic. Um, I mean, I visually, can't imagine them. Very cool. They pushed this so hard, and to be like, yeah, High Republic's a new thing, but then Tyke is going to have this thing. It just doesn't join. It's just yeah, they're not going. They pushed it and it's like, they're not going to just give us books. You know what I mean? Like, we know that What's already. crazy to me is, is, is Taika is, is known for very fantasy-like storytelling. Um, very creative, very quirky, odd, uh, pushing the boundaries. And to me, that didn't feel High Republic. And so that's exciting that, they're, that they could be going that direction because I would think Taika Waititi would do like something along the lines of like a smuggler story, like you know where it's like zany and out there and crazy well, aliens. They, they have the the bad guys in the higher public. Maybe he's going to be yeah. focusing on their stories. It, it, and that's a great point. I I look at the High Republic as like Lord of the Rings style storytelling. Yeah, very like the Jedi centered. Yes, so Grand. I would love for them to bring a little bit of quirk to it. Very yep. grand. Grand. It will be the start of, of the revolution. Any anybody else got any closing thoughts? No. Um, I mean, it's over. That's it. I'd I'd like to thank everybody who you know, not that they'd ever watch this, who who cares? But just so that we we can say our thanks. I mean, we're all sitting here together because of this show. I would not have met you guys otherwise. Nope. I went to that book signing because I wanted to meet Ashley Eckstein, who was Ahsoka, who was a hero to me. You were there because you were a couple years ahead of me on that. You had already gotten to that point of building armor um, and being a part of that world. And so uh, I met you guys as a result. And, and Greg you know, wouldn't have even, I would, he wouldn't even have talked to me if I didn't have a clone. Honestly, armor. I didn't. You talked to me first and I was just forced into it. <laughs> Greg, well, but Greg wouldn't have joined. I think it's safe to say Greg wouldn't have joined the Legion if it weren't for the Clone Wars. Greg wouldn't have been into Star Wars. I would say I probably wouldn't have been in this deep into the fandom. Um, Star Clone Wars is it for me? Star Wars is like, oh, cool, Star Wars. I like it. I like it. But Clone Wars is what just dove me right in. What are you gonna do now, man? Um, probably just give up. (laughs) He's gonna uh, live a pirate life. Yep. I get it. I don't want to. I don't want to reference Pirate Legend. He's talking about Pirate Legend. <laughs> talking about me being a Pirate Legend. See if these. Case you. Well, I'm. I'm hoping we get some surprises soon because the content is going to be dry here. You know the the that yeah. behind the scene Mandalorian thing. I think is out. I'm gonna. Tr- I'm gonna try watching that tonight. We're gonna but there's also. That. Uh, there's a new. Uh, three-hour documentary on the making of the original trilogy. And Brian, I know fans like yourself are 
we're way into that. I am too. I just know that Greg is Greg is not. Dude, is that on Disney um, Plus? I'm, I plan to. It's be, on Disney Plus. Okay, cool. I love historical hours. stuff like that. So three hours, I'll be we, dead. We couldn't hear you, Greg. <laughs> it's called Empire of Dreams: The True Story of the Star Wars Trilogy. Oh, I saw that. I didn't. I thought it was up already. It's very good. Okay, I've been wanting it, to watch it. I haven't got it's to been it up yet. for for like a week or so. I'm just saying. Okay. It, Ooh, I want to watch that. Greg, sorry, and uh, you almost you almost died. Your eyes almost rolled back into the back of your head. Um, well, what we should do is watch it and then have a full in depth two hour podcast in the studio to discuss it. Greg would love dude, it. I will watch it for the content. Like I'm here for it. I will like it. Of, Greg will tell me more than I see. I'll be like, Vader looked cool. That's true. Did you guys see it that highlights? One scene? special effects prop design there's there's some cool stuff so anyways guys uh thank you to the entire team i I wanted to thank the clone wars team uh you know obviously we wouldn't be here without that so i mean it's the biggest part of all of our lives when it comes to star wars so um thank you all for watching we're obviously not going to stop the podcast i I saw some people saying like i'll miss you guys and i was like we're not just a clone wars podcast we'll keep podcasting we're done we're done we're guys all right that's it craig says we're done Thanks for watching, everybody. Bye. Bye. Going back to.